Good morning. Welcome to the Unitarian Church of Edmonton. My name is Brian Kiley, and I am the minister here. As Unitarian Universalists, we are bound together not by a common set of beliefs, but by our promise to support one another in individual searches for truth and meaning, guided by our principles, drawing from many sources and inspirations. We do hope that you feel welcome here, whatever you believe or don't believe, whoever you love, however you understand the idea of family, whatever your age, race, or ability, you are welcome here. We invite you to join us in a journey of free thought, spiritual questing, and justice-making for as long as you feel comfortable within these walls. We extend a special welcome to any visitors who might be here this morning, and please join us afterwards for coffee and conversation. We begin our gathering acknowledging that we are located on Treaty 6 territory, and we respect the histories, languages, and cultures of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and all First Peoples of Canada, whose presence continues to enrich our vibrant environment. Our community extends beyond this Sunday morning gathering, so please read the announcements in the order of service. And we also have a monthly newspaper available in both print and online format and multiple social media platforms for you to keep track of us. Now, let us prepare our hearts and minds for worship. Let us let go just for a time of the everyday world. Please silence your phones and other devices and let us create a space in this hour to simply be together. For in the spirit of life we gather. These words by Barnaby Fetter. We kindle a flame we trust will lead us forward as we travel into unknown lands, where the question, shall I ever get there, resounds a clear, pure note in every silence. Thank you. We're talking about risking opening yourself to another person, risking friendship, risking love. One of my favorite hymns in the Teal hymn book from that is uh, number 1053, How Could Anyone? And I invite you to rise and join in as you're willing or able. So the lyrics of this song, okay, sermon's done, you can all go home now. (laughs) I'd like to invite our young people to come forward and light their chalices, and then we will sing them out with the recessional that's printed or handed out with your order of service.
I have a friend I got to know in my international church years, Teresa Gallardo, Tet Gallardo, who is a minister in the Philippines and an absolute dynamo and just a wonderful person. And she wrote, uh, the Unitarian religion in the Philippines is, is very vibrant and happy and clapping and sort of evangelical at times. And she wrote this wonderful reading, and you have the simple response to each line in your order of service, wake up, O oh my soul. So we'll start with that. Wake up, O oh my soul. It takes energy to stand and defiantly stand against the voices that wear me down. Wake up, O oh my soul. It takes the force of my will to change of my life and do what I can. It takes a choice on my part to act or be still, to learn to receive as well as to give. Through the movement of my soul and my heart, I can change my mind. When I recognize what is good in others, I magnify the force of good all around the world. Thank you. Each week we take a collection to support the work of this congregation. We are wholly self-supporting. And we also, in our generosity, give some money outside of our church. Each month we choose a different charity, some local, some national, some international. This month, as has been our tradition for many years, we are collecting to support the CBC Turkey Drive next month. So uh, all half of the loose cash that goes into the plate today will go to the CBC Turkey Drive. Thank you. Would you please join in singing the words for receiving our offering? Thank you for your generosity. I'm taking a risk. I'm not terribly musical or literate in musical, in music notation. But you know what? Love Knocks and Waits for Us to Hear was the perfect hymn title for this sermon. So 1029 in the green teal hymn book, and I hope it works.
I'm sure most of you have had this experience. You head to the bank or to an investment advisor to talk about your savings. And almost the first question asked is, are you risk adverse with your investments? How comfortable are you with some risk? Insurance companies now describe themselves in terms of risk management. And so many schools and community legs and recreation facilities begin their business planning not with mission or vision, but with minimizing physical and legal risks. A couple of years ago, I had to complete a two-page legal waiver when Alora was invited to a curling party. She's my daughter. It included initialing such statements as, I love this, it, this, this isn't made up, folks. It included initialing such statements as, you could fall on slippery ice. You could fall stepping onto the ice. You could hurt yourself by falling on a curling stone. Brooms can cause injury. We've come an awful long way from you pays your money, you takes your chances. There is a shadow over our society as ad after ad and policy after policy are filled with ever more cautious legal disclaimers. And when it comes to prescription medicine, my goodness, it's a wonder that any of us ever ingests a pill. Those television commercials are terrifying. Everywhere we turn, there are subtle and not-so-subtle messages warning us against any risk whatsoever, like an overprotective bubble-wrapping parent. It's a bit worrisome when you realize that this land, starting with prehistoric migrations up to the latest refugee arrivals from faraway shores, has been populated by people who arrived carrying little more than they could carry, risking everything on a chance for a better life among the nations that make up Canada. Attaining the life we want involves risk. Attaining a dream or changing the world requires the taking of risks. Ah, heck. Being alive and being human involves risk every day, whether it's stepping into the bathtub or stepping out of doors. We're always taking a chance. Well, this Monday's, this Monday's, this Sun, this, try again, this month's Sunday theme has been finding each other. Now, maybe, just maybe that involves the greatest risk of all. Because when you try to make a connection to another human being, a real and deep connection, perhaps even a loving connection, you have to risk your whole self. And to me, that's way scarier than simply handing over my money and hoping that it grows. And while I will talk about romantic love here, the same applies for building platonic relationships, lasting friendships, or or even working partnerships in a church community. Letting someone in and developing a strong and intimate friendship takes just as much work and requires almost as much risk as falling in love. It's taking a chance to be vulnerable with someone and hoping and praying that they will hold your gift in gentle hands. Gordon Ritchie spoke a lot about that vulnerability a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, in his sermon, Asking for Help. It's the same dynamic 
Either way, you have to put yourself out there and risk rejection. Risk no. Whether it's familial affection, deep friendship, human compassion for another's suffering, or a romantic connection, it is in the end all about love of some kind. About finding each other heart to heart. These are big things. Human things. Heart things. Anytime we try to connect with another human being, we're putting a part of ourselves out there on vivid display. Rejection, pain, feelings of inadequacy are all the prices we may have to pay for taking that chance. Whether or not to go there is a decision each of us has to make, and it's usually not all that easy a choice. That's why I was a very late starter on the dating scene. No is a word that has always scared me. Because, you know, no said to you has nothing to do with another person's wants or needs or obligations or preferences. Any no is entirely about me, of course, about my failures, my weakness, my inability to measure up as well as much as any kind of a human being. It's about me entirely. It is incredibly self-centered and as selfish as it gets. I know this. But we do that, don't we? I heard the laughter. Of course, it didn't help that I was in an all-boys school and had little contact with girls my own age. They were sort of magical and unattainable. And since it was a Catholic boys' school, they were also defiantly virginal, or so I was taught. (laughs) I was terrified to even ask for a date. So I had this great fear of rejection, and frankly, I didn't think myself worthy of their attention anyway. So low was my self-esteem in this area. Groucho Marx was famously asked once about joining an exclusive country club. He quipped, I wouldn't want to join a club that would have someone like me as a member. I sort of felt the same way. Were I to ask for a date, no self-respecting young lady would say yes. The natural corollary to that theorem, of course, was that any girl who did say yes just had to be seriously flawed. So I was a late starter. But in time, I did take the risk. It might have been the hardest thing I ever did. The alternative would have been loneliness, solitude. Loneliness and solitude seems to suit some people who are comfortable keeping their own company and feel safer that way. It never suited me. I took the chance. Finding another as friend or lover is risky. It is heart and love. Reaching out is opening ourselves in scary ways. The poet Marissa Donnelly writes, Love is risk. Love is stepping forward without knowing what's on the other side. It's both breathing deeply and forgetting how to breathe at the same time, but trusting you'll catch your breath when you fall into someone else's arms. Love is risk. Love is wanting nothing more than to run, but believing that things will get better, the connections will deepen, that despite two people's imperfections, something beautiful can be born. Love 
is replacing fear with faith. Love is risk. Love is no answers or guarantees. It is blind, but intentional. Fearless, but not foolish. It is the searching and hoping and deciding that it's better to fall and be broken than to never feel anything at all. Love is risk, she concludes. Risk of pain, risk of heartbreak, risk of security and stability and all that you built up to protect yourself suddenly being destroyed. But it's a beautiful risk. It's a worthy risk. It's a complex and messy and filling with incredibly wonderful risk that we willingly take when we find someone whose heartbeat matches our own. End of quote. But then again, but then, I guess closing ourselves off, wrapping ourselves in protective armor is also a risk in a different way. For some people, it is, of course, a necessary choice. There are far too many stories of people, especially young people, who were wounded and abused physically or emotionally in their young lives. And instead of being taught a healthy form of love, they are taught the exact opposite. Instead of being affirmed in their worth and dignity, how could anyone ever tell you you were anything less than beautiful? They are torn down, shamed, and harmed. That sure makes taking that risk to love, to trust, a whole lot harder. And some people are never able to get past that start in life. And I suppose the fact that so many struggling souls are out there implies an obligation on the rest of us who are feeling a little more secure. Maybe if you're the person who has found some strength in love, you could consider being a person who reaches out to find another, who welcomes them with open arms or at least open hands. It's probably less risky for you and a lot less frightening. I see that our social justice team has voted to give nearly $1,000 to the Welcome Home Project. This wonderful organization is exactly about helping people who really need it find other people. Welcome Home recruits volunteers who will just spend a little time now and then with recently homeless people who have been helped into permanent housing. You see, these recently housed people have lots of services to help them get by, but they lack the friendship that they have lost on the street. They've had to leave their friends and acquaintances behind. And in the very simplest of terms, these volunteers are taking a chance to find someone, probably a damaged someone, and simply be a friend. That's generous. All life is a risk, but what more noble a gamble can we take than risking finding another human soul and building connections? I conclude with Marissa Donnelly again. And so we take the risk again and again. We step forward, we trust, we let go of the fear and the doubt and the hesitation and the caution from the world. And sometimes we fall. Sometimes we break. Sometimes we shatter and have to learn to rebuild again. But without risk, there's no reward. Without risk, there's no knowing what could have been. 
Without risk, there's nothing beautiful, nothing made or grown or built with fragile, imperfect hands. Without risk, there is nothing real. So yes, love is risk. And we can't avoid the beautiful danger. Amen. I'd like to invite you into a time of meditation to remain seated and sing hymn number 391, Voice Still and Small. 391 in the Gray Book. These words by Jay Wolin. Are we a people of holding on or letting go? Holding on to rigid ideas or letting go and opening our minds and our hearts to something new? Holding on to the certainty of how things should be or letting go and living with the uncertainty of new ways of being in the world? Holding on to what makes us comfortable or letting go so that we can grow, which can be uncomfortable. Holding on to what makes us safe, or letting go to make room for others to feel safe. Our flame, as a symbol of our religion, is a symbol of burning up the ties that hold us back from being our true self and reaching our true potential. Let it light a new way for us to a better tomorrow. Because holding on too long and too tightly is never good for the soul. Let us enter a time of silence together. Our final hymn this morning has actually absolutely nothing to do with the rest of the service. I just like it. 1064 Blue Boat Home.
the chalice is extinguished, but its light lives on in the minds and the hearts and the souls of each one of you. So carry it with you when you leave this place and risk a little bit. Share it with those you know, with those you love, and most especially with those you've yet to meet. It is our tradition to join hands and sing, Carry the Flame of Peace and Love.